I, I won't sing any of my jingles. <laughs> Not comfortable with I, me. I won't yet. do that live. I did. You're right. In the last episode uh, with my brother, I, I did sing sing that one live. But that one's easier to remember too. That's just SpongeBob. I can I can recite SpongeBob. But right. the, the the one I think I'm going to play for this is the new one for for my lead up to Andor, which is uh, Rebel Roundup. I don't know if you've heard that one. No, yet, I haven't. But, oh, it's it's a treat. Rebel Roundup, right here in your feed. Rebel Roundup, come on and get that skinny. There's Cassian, the star of Andor. Bale, he's Leia's dad. Mons, the future chancellor. And Borsk only cares about himself, of course. It's time for Rebel Roundup. Saw's the very best. He's the rootinest, tootinest terrorist in the wild, wild space. Rebel Roundup, come on and gather round. Rebel Roundup, where Leia wears the crown. Oh, stormtroopers go running. Whenever Jedi are around, they're the rootinest, tootinest, shootinest, hootinest rebels around. Rebel Roundup. Um, well, you're, you're definitely a 90s something. kid. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. SpongeBob and Toy Story. That, that's me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what else I can come up with but yeah all right so uh welcome to the Star Wars skinny where we give you the skinny on all things Star Wars right after we get skinny um I I'd like to say I get skinny I, I was just on the exercise bike for 20 minutes sometimes I play a little Beat Saber and it, it's a video game it's for fun um my, my guest today is, is someone that actually gets skinny while listening to the Star Wars skinny among other podcasts I always hear <laughs> about your how you're on a walk or, or you're running and yeah. you're listening to podcasts. Um, welcome to the, the true Star Wars skinny, um, Nicole from the, the Comically Caffeinated podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, th- this this will be a fun one. Um, we, we can, like you said before we started, we, we have to talk about the saga of, of, of how, why we're talking about what we're talking about today. Uh, we're we're going to talk about Moncala, the, 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 the water planet that Admiral Akbar is from. Uh, mm-hmm. It got a good spotlight in the Clone Wars. Um, it got some comics, like three sets of comics, like a lot of comics. And I think we mm-hmm. have a, a, a through line character through all of them, which I would not have guessed. But um, yeah, I, I'm excited to talk about it. I think the, the story here is, I don't remember what, what happened first, but I know I had an episode, one of my uh, episodes with my sister, the, the Sisters of the Inquisitorious episode. And we talked about some comics about the Inquisitors that are showing up in Rebels and Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh, we, we were talking about the, the plot line that happened on Moncala. And I think everything about that planet or the, the character King Lee Char, the king of the Moncala, I was like, oh, this is stupid. This is stupid. Yes. And I'd move right past it. Um, and then, then I listened to one of your episodes and, and it sounds like it's uh, one of your favorite. I think it was an honorable mention in your uh, favorite Clone Wars episodes. Yes, it's an honorable mention because at the time I also thought it was stupid. Like, I remember <laughs> sitting with Michael and going, what are the points? points of these episodes like I have no idea like I'm like falling falling asleep through them like a month later I read Master and Apprentice and there's like a mention of it and I'm like oh I know what this is because because we watched those stupid episodes and now they have meaning and they're not so stupid now and watching them yesterday again I'm like oh this is you know it's fine it is what it is it's it's a educational episode I, I'm curious to know what the connection to Master and Apprentice is. I, I, I didn't, 
I didn't uh, come across that in my research. I only really read like the, the main Moncala comic comic books for this, but that, that's really cool. Yeah, and I think it was just a very quick mention. I believe either Qui-Gon or Obi-Wan just like lightly brought it up. And I was like, okay, like either the mention of the planet or the mention of like their, I guess you would say monarchy because you said it's a keen King Char, whatever. Yeah, um, whatever. <laughs> whatever the heck is Very it? Very fish name. I don't know. <laughs> fish King person. Char. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like, oh, okay, so this, like, it makes sense. It, it, it made this book, which happens to be probably, uh, probably my favorite book, probably number one. Yeah, me too. Um, it's up there. And it's-, it's great. Like, I, anytime somebody's like, oh, what book do you recommend? And I'm like, you know, I read Jedi Lost first the Dooku book, but mm-hmm. I read Master and Apprentice second. And those two, it's, it's always Master and Apprentice and Jedi Lost in that order. They're just so yeah, good. I like that era too. I think, yeah, I think Master and Apprentice, that's the only Star Wars book that I've reread. So that's saying something. Yeah, I yeah, like for sure. All um, right. So I, I'd imagine like what kind of connection would be in that book. Maybe it's like, because it's before the Clone Wars, it's like young Obi-Wan and younger Qui-Gon. Um, maybe it's like about the politics of the planet, which I, I found maybe. a little bit more interesting on my second. I think this is the only the second time I've watched these episodes because I think the first time I said this is stupid. So then every time I rewatch, <laughs> I just skip it. So I'm like, okay. yeah, they, they're fighting underwater. It, I remember they were super dark and like hard to see unless you're like watching in pitch black. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, I watched them again and kind of like picked up on just like the, the political stuff with, you know, you got the Moncals, you got the Corrin and they're like two races, but they're governed by just one from the Moncala and they're upset and there's like the civil war that the the Republic and the separatists get in on. So like politically it was, it was interesting and just it, again, it was very complicated and I was taking notes and that I feel like that's the only way I understood it. <laughs> so I don't know how, how well kids, the target audience for this uh, uh, picked up on everything, but there was also a Tarking shark man. And that was really cool too. Yes. I totally forgot about the <laughs> shark guy and I'm like, Oh, characters of this episode and I totally yeah. forgot about him and he he reminds me of Pong Krell he just seems like mm. I don't want to yeah, sim- similar voice too similar yeah similar voice just very similar attitude just a huge jerk all the time um I I, I have worse words for him but we're gonna keep it clean <laughs> <laughs> he was just not very nice but like you said you also mentioned the Corin, which I totally forgot about them and I thought it it was it was pretty interesting because there was obviously some sort of relationship with the prince's father, the previous king, yeah. and and then I'm I couldn't remember if like Dooku just like started giving misinformation after he died, and yeah. that's how there was like okay, well the coroner against the Moncala now and all hell breaks loose. Yeah, how I took it as when I'm taking my. <laughs> my notes on on these episodes uh, which i'm looking at now i didn't even look at them before before recording i'm just like yeah i probably have it but what would it be? yeah i think what happened was like the the king was murdered and then like the the succession or whatever is this prince princely char uh but then i think the quorum were like taking it as like oh well we should probably question this and maybe maybe we should rule maybe we should secede but mm-hmm. then there's all the drama and they the republic gets called in the separatists get called in but i think later in the arc it's revealed that the shark man uh, murdered Char's father, which is yes. uh, very Star Wars. Yeah, but <laughs> but I mean, yeah, he yeah, definitely it's, it's is. A sh- 
He is definitely a shark man because he has a shark head but has two feet. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> he when he like... swims too. It's like he, he, he swims like his feet go like sideways to like work as like a shark fin. It's really funny. It's so weird. <laughs> uh, and he, he's brutal too. He's like when, when they're having like this all out fight, like he's like biting people with like blowing people he, up like it's, yeah, this he, is a kid show he bites padme's like helmet and oh my god <laughs> he's like well this chick is gonna die and thinking that anakin will give up some some type of information or something about where prince yeah. lee char or charlie is. <laughs> Do we just call him charlie <laughs> yes. Uh, oh my god! And when I he was starts like... like biting, it's like yeah, when he's going after Padme's helmet, or there's another scene where he's like banging up against the tube that like those tubes that are under underneath Mon yeah. to like propel them through place. He's just banging up against it, trying to. It's just yeah. He is just. I don't know unclenched. how he didn't like. He's on un... yeah, completely on. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, just that fact alone. Like I'm, I'm gonna zero in on the shark man, and I'm gonna enjoy this because there's a talking shark that is just a complete psycho. But yeah, it was it was it was entertaining enough. Um, yeah. So I stand corrected. It's not the worst thing ever, but I'll say the. the... <laughs> well, well, we can make fun of it. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it works as like a, an actual story too. Maybe it didn't need to be three whole episodes, but like Admiral Akbar teaching Charlie the the like traits of leadership, how to be how to be a good leader, and he's kind of learning from Ahsoka too because she's recently kind of come into her own and had yeah. to learn these lessons too. So it was it was a fun little lesson in leadership but it was weird that it was this character that we've never met before getting those lessons for three episodes and do we ever see him again because i don't think we do we do in the comics and that's that's kind of what i, I want to talk about a little bit is that like he is the through line between the clone wars the the rebellion and then almost even like the sequel trilogy it's all about the whole saga is really all about charlie really <laughs> charlie <laughs> does does um admiral akbar have anything to do with it as well yeah, I mean, Akbar, like we see in the, the Clone War, uh, the Clone Wars episodes, like he's training Lee Char, and he, I think after that he becomes, like he's Captain Akbar in those episodes. Oh, and okay. I read the Vader comics, and like when Vader shows up on Moncala, and it's basically like to beat down the, the Moncala because they were um, like not agreeing with an Empire trade dispute or something. It was kind of boring reasons why they got there, but like Vader's mm -hmm. there, and then Akbar is like standing in his way, like I'm Commander Akbar, and you will not, you will not step in. And of course, he he gets uh, thrown thrown aside. But um, yeah, I think he gets promoted, and he's kind of like the head of the military, or him. And then there's the guy from Rogue One, uh, Radis, who's the one that helps get get the plans from the planet oh, to yeah. lay a ship. He's in that that arc too, so we kind of get like some seeds of like how the rebellion gets formed in the vader comics which is really interesting it's are like, these the 2016 vader comics or these are yeah, should, it's the one that takes place right after revenge of the sith so I, 2020 2020 is the one that takes place in between five and six so they must be like the, the not the 20, original but the 2017 but, i think oh 2017 okay yeah i feel like i've i've read it but it's been a while so i don't remember now yeah, um, I, I definitely, really I definitely read them, and I think again, I probably skipped or skimmed over the <laughs> water world ones. I don't know what it is. It worked better in comic book form. I feel like like Vader gets to fight like a big monster, and that was really fun. But like, I don't know, just any, any like battle under underwater, like it, it's kind of like a space battle, but like slower because like you can have fights in any different direction. But like, I had no idea what was happening sometimes when I'm watching that. Like, where 
like they're talking about how they're cornered, but they're they're in the middle of the ocean. How are they cornered? Like <laughs> they just go the other way. But uh, but yeah, I and think the comic book was a good a good medium for for telling a, a underwater story. So that's probably why they did it three times. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look at those comics again. Oh, but for sure. Just, yeah, it makes me think though. You know, we also have another kind of water world because Naboo, there's an aspect of it that's underwater for the Gungeons. Mm-hmm. And that seems so much cooler than Moncala. <laughs> yeah, they got like the bubbles that you can like walk into the bubble and all of a sudden you can breathe again. Like, and I feel like that's a lot more open to outsiders, which is really strange considering that the Gungans are like not part of society at all in, in that story. Super silly. It, but it's, it's interesting because they, I think in the third episode, don't, don't they call on the Gungan people <laughs> yeah. to come help them fight? Yeah, there's an episode called like Gungan Attack or something. And it's just like all these Jar Jars <laughs> jumping into the water, diving in just to take out some some droids and giant jellyfish. And there's at one point Jar Jar like it's it's when Padme gets the hole in her helmet and he just like spits a loogie and it oh, like yeah. seals her helmet or something. It's like how is this not the weirdest part of the episode? The Gungans being here, like how is this thing so weird? They were like these episodes are already weird we're just going to continue to add on to the weirdness Mm -hmm. and bring them in um it kind of makes me think of that one episode of clone wars with with i think it was like a keen or queen gungeon or somebody of royalty and jar jar kisses them you you remember that (laughs) these are the season six like the ones that were on netflix i think i only saw those episodes once too i should watch those again (laughs) yeah he's got like a girlfriend that's a queen or something it's wow yeah Yeah, the Gungeons are, you should totally, if you haven't done one yet, an episode on them, because they're just so interesting. Oh, I'm marking it down right now. I'm feeling lots of Boss Nass impressions. (laughs) I'm sure you can come up with a great song, theme song, in a Gungeon voice. Oh, no. (laughs) That gets a little little dicey sometimes, yeah, you gotta treat it with Um, respect, yeah. (laughs) But, and, and, you know, and we could talk, or you could talk about also, like, the, um, the person who does Jar Jar, like in the Phantom Menace, like yeah. in, the, in the prequels, like he got a lot of, like not trying to make this very serious, but he got a lot of flack, just like mm-hmm. probably all the other actors after the prequels were done, um, yeah. which was really sad because even though Jar Jar is who he is, he's just a total dork and clumsy, he still has a lot of heart. He cares about Padme. He cares about yeah. the Republic. And, you know, I think that's worth mentioning. He's not the brightest guy in the world, but like he's, his heart's in the right place. I, I, yeah. I always shoot on it. Everyone that says Jar Jar Banks was secretly a Sith Lord the whole time, like no, 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 no. Like this, <laughs> it's a, this is a good guy here. And yeah, the, the guy that played him, Ahmed, Ahmed Best. Uh, yeah, he, he got a lot of the, the flack, but I think, I think lately he's kind of come back around. There's like this YouTube, YouTube kids thing where he's like hosting a game show for kids, like Jedi Temple Challenge. So it seems like he's back in the fold, which is really, really nice. But yeah, I know there are a lot of horror stories around the Phantom Menace of little little Anakin the actor that that played him too Mm -hmm. like it's like yeah Star Wars fans are not not nice sometimes so it's good to see them rise above it yeah for sure yeah Jar Jar I I feel like these episodes really they they work as kind of like a sequel to the Phantom Menace a little bit like we you have the Phantom Menace and you have the Gungans kind of being brought into society they're like at peace with the the humans on Naboo again and then now they're like getting called in as like an army of the Republic to, to just go help out here. Like, it's like, yeah, th- this wouldn't work without the Phantom Menace. So I think right. I'm now going to watch it in that order. I'm just going to skip Attack of the Clones. 
Just go. <laughs> Phantom Menace, <laughs> Waterworld, Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> I I love the Phantom Menace. Like I used to always say, you know, Revenge of the Sith is my favorite movie, but I just I love any origin story. Mm-hmm. And the Phantom Menace, I don't know, it's the beginning of everything. And it's I don't know, I don't have to defend it, but I just, I love it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I feel like that's the one I watch the most. Because, like, when I want to just watch a Star Wars movie, it feels weird to, like, jump into the middle of a trilogy. So, like, I think my favorites are maybe, like, Return of the Jedi or Revenge of the Sith. But, like, yeah. it just feels weird to start there. So I, I'll usually just, like, oh, I'll just watch the whole prequel trilogy and I'll start with Phantom Menace. And, yeah, I, it's, a, it's it's very nostalgic, I think. It's yeah. a big part of, yeah, a 90s kid again. I think it's a big part of just... <laughs> being a kid in, in, in the 90s. Uh, yeah. I think some of my earliest memories are uh, Phantom Menace related. I think on my, my first episode, I talked about the time my dad was like chasing a bird around the house and I was watching like the, the Gungans fight the battle droids on a on the <laughs> big like grassy plane. And it's just like a core memory of mine because it must've been like hilarious to see the, the bird flying around the house, my dad with a net and, uh, and I was just sitting there in front of the TV, so. <laughs> like, dad, you got this. I'm gonna, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna watch Phantom Menace, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jar Jar's slipping on big blue orbs right now. This is, this is more important. Yeah. He probably <laughs> just put it on just to keep me distracted while he, while he was busy, but yeah, good time. But, but yeah, what, what else to, to call out about these episodes? I, I, I think uh, uh, there is a little bit in, little bit of Anakin and Padme I don't think they're like we, we we messaged about this a little bit like they're not really the main part of this like it's it's really bizarre that it's all about uh Charlie here and <laughs> and Ahsoka and Ahsoka too like you mentioned earlier like she was like almost not his babysitter but like his yeah. guardian in a way and making sure that he was okay um yeah I think Akbar was supposed to be the guardian and then everybody got captured except for Ahsoka and Charlie and uh the, yeah I think the whole third episode they were paired up together and got some good 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 stuff between them so she maybe, maybe he'll oh I was... how the heck did they pull their lightsabers out in the water and it doesn't like <laughs> extinguish like how the heck does that work and and to Ahsoka always like she was giving him like uh keen Charlie good advice because he was scared and I'm like mm-hmm. oh that's sweet I was gonna yeah. say that but I forgot <laughs> That's my favorite thing about just Star Wars. Anytime like fear is a is a big big theme. It's always it's always good stuff. Those are always the best episodes. And maybe this is an exception to that rule. But yeah, it's like you, <laughs> I wrote down the quote because I, I wrote it down to is you can't let your fear control you. If you make decisions out of fear, you're more likely to be wrong. Which yes, probably a better way to to, to say that. And it's probably been said better in other Clone Wars episodes. But yeah, I love that. That's something that they hammer home. Oh, and I. I can't. I can't actually say this because I I know the end of Charlie. I was gonna say maybe he shows up in the the Ahsoka series, but oh no, so. oh no! <laughs> I didn't know this. Do, do, do you want Do you want to know it? I, I interrupted. Well. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Tell okay. me what happens. All right. So good old Charlie. The later... Oh, Charlie. Uh, oh. <laughs> Charlie. All right. Uh, in... Charlie bit my finger. Oh man, nineties kid. All right. Uh, <laughs> Uh, in the in the Darth Vader comics, which I didn't write down, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's 2017, but there's like a whole arc called Burning Seas, and that's where uh, the Empire really storms Moncala. You get the kind of the origins of um, Admiral Radis. He kind of like because they're storming and like they they try to uh, what, what's the way they, they try to surrender, but Tarkin doesn't have it. So mm. basically, all the ships on Moncala, which aren't like warships, but they're like they trade ships or whatever. They all they all leave the planet and they. It's kind of implied that those are the ships that we see in Rogue One 
when Radis was commanding, um, commanding the, 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 I guess the Alliance Navy at that point. Um, but that, that's kind of the origin of that. But you also get a lot of uh, uh, Charlie, who is uh, the king at the time, because he, he's crowned king at the end of the, the Clone Wars episode. And mm-hmm. uh, he is being coached by a Jedi. That's why Vader shows up. There's this Jedi that survived Order, Order 66. Um, what's, what was his name? Bar. Master Bar or something. Uh, and, and he's like coaching him. And he's like, oh, I've foreseen that the that the Moncal will take down the empire. And they're like a big part of kind of salvation for everybody, not just Moncala. So like Charlie's really buying into this. So he's, he's kind of doing whatever this Jedi says. And then he finds out along the way that this Jedi is just like trying to stir up trouble and accelerate the birth of the rebellion at the expense of the planet. So um, eventually like he, he comes to terms with this. He's, he's captured by the empire. He's put in jail for like 20 years. Oh. And he, he's come to terms with this and he's like, oh my gosh, oh no, I've, I've doomed my people. So he's like living, it's a very sad life for the rest of his life. It's just 20 years in prison thinking about how he, he ruined his people's lives. And then um, 20 years later, um, the, the rebels show up and it's like Princess Leia and Chewbacca and I, th- I think it's the whole crew. It's in like the mainline Star Wars comic right after episode four. So they like just blew up the Death Star. Okay. Um, they lost Admiral Radis in the fight from Rogue One, so they're looking for more ships, and uh, they're not able to convince the people of Moncala to um, to join the fight because they're all like, you know, whipped from being under Imperial rule for twenty years. Right. So they they go and like they break, they try to break uh, Charlie out of prison, and they find that he's like hooked up to like a respirator and he can't be moved. It's oh, the saddest no. existence. Yeah, they find him. They're like all ready to save him. They they break in. It's just like breaking into the Death Star or whatever and there's like comics built up to this of, of trying to, to to rescue him and he's hooked up to a respirator can't be moved they they hold out like a recording device so that he can speak and like uh get the people of Moncala to rise up and he tells the story about the Jedi and all this and how he was wrong and blah 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 um but but then like stormtroopers come in and they're like oh there they are the people that broke in and then they just start shooting and he, he dies wow <laughs> yeah that's Charlie's life He's, he's thrust into power at like how old do you think he is in these Clone Wars episodes? I'm thinking, I'm like thinking 15? he's like fifty. Yeah, fifteen. He's a young young child that gets thrown in. His his father's murdered. He's forced to be king, and then only a short few years later, Darth Vader takes him prisoner and keeps him locked up to a res- on a respirator for twenty years. That's sad. <laughs> yeah, it's a very sad existence. Um, so no, he will not be appearing in the Ahsoka series, unfortunately. <laughs> maybe uh, uh, maybe we'll get some some uh, Moncal action in Andor. Probably not uh, Lee Char himself, but uh, oh, sorry, Charlie. Probably not Charlie himself, <laughs> but maybe we'll get some Akbar and Radis. That'd be yeah, that'd be, be fun. cool. <laughs> wow, like I, that makes me terribly sad. Like I wish he didn't become keen. Maybe he should have let that shark man. <laughs> Takeover. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that probably would have not That's... been the best for him either. <laughs> the Shark Man, he really wanted his, he really wanted him dead, but like really all the Shark Man wanted was, was power. He's like, he wasn't even fighting for the Corrin to rule the planet. At one point, it's like, he wants to rule that planet. And he brought like his shark buddies over from his, his home oh, planet. Yeah. There was like three other Shark Man, Shark Man by the, by the <laughs> end of it. It's like, oh man, man, we need a spinoff story all about. Well, I wrote his name in the notes, Riff Tamson. Oh, oh it's yeah. Shark name. We, yeah, it sounds names. like a mean, like 
kid in high school who's like a jock mm-hmm. and good in all the sports, but then he picks on everybody. That's what that name sounds like. Um, well, like like Biff, right? Is that Back to the Future? Is, isn't oh Biff, yeah, I think so. Like the bully. Yeah. Yeah. Probably a play on that. <laughs> riff like Reef. I don't know. <laughs> all the names sound fishy. <laughs> but um. Um. Yeah, let's let's do. They should do a spinoff off these shark guys, like them growing up and how he got to the bully. <laughs> Maybe he had a bad childhood. Not that that's yeah. an excuse, but <laughs> no, no one's no one's ever truly gone. There's redemption for everyone. He didn't he didn't get it in his life. He he went down fighting, he got blown up. That was a very graphic scene too. Like all the scenes where he's killing people are graphic, but then also he gets blown up, and then you just see like his jaw like detached from his body and his eyes like rolling back. It's it's a kid show. Like, what? Yeah. Wow. It's, yeah. Sometimes I wonder, like, if I was watching this as, like, a 10, 11-year-old, like, would any of this make sense? Like, would it affect me as it does now as an yeah. adult? Because I think it is an amazing show overall. It is. <laughs> and it probably teaches kids a lot of good lessons, too. Like, we're, we're, there's probably events that are maybe a little bit too extreme, but, like, I don't think they're... No, there, a lot of times it's more like just... So, yeah i don't know i i don't think it's that bad but i don't i don't have kids so that I, I i don't know right. if i would let them watch i think there's one time i was watching like with my little cousin who's six seven and it was like one of the episodes where like a jedi is being tortured by general grievous i'm like ah this doesn't feel right to watch i probably should ask <laughs> your parents before like it's like he's being electrocuted i'm like mm, probably, probably find a different episode but yeah. I, I don't think I would let poor. my kids watch Rebels. Rebels, uh, yeah. Because I don't, like, I feel like it gets very emotional mm-hmm. towards the end, and I don't know, I feel like they'd be asking a lot of questions, like, about Kanan and mm-hmm. how he went out and all that, I don't know. But Yeah, like, Clone Wars, it, it kills off characters, but they're not, like, the, you're, like, core characters, like, they're they're killing off minor characters, and but like in, in like clones, obviously, if you get attached to clones and clones are going to die, that's that's kind of what they're there for sometimes. But yeah, like Rebels, that was that was kind of that was traumatizing. Like, like, oh, man. I still get emotional when I watch those episodes. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm always against like I, that, that's why I don't write write TV or anything. But like, I'm always against killing off characters because it's like, oh, we can we can have some emotional weight without like having someone die but like it, it worked so well in that case I, I i wouldn't have done it any other way like it was yeah and then like the repercussions of it in the next season you got giant talking wolf and all that like it was <laughs> it led to some fun stuff too so well oh, and yeah. and i didn't watch rebels until like right after clone wars so like early 2020 and to watch uh so i think the rise of skywalker i think that's the last mm-hmm. one right and yeah, hearing kane yeah, and hearing Kanan's voice, like after, like after watching, so like rewatching it in 2020, and then going back and wa- and and watching that movie, it's like, oh my gosh, like he made it as one of those voices that was telling Ray to, you know, wake up and to use the Force and all that, which rightly, he, rightly so. He has a really good line in there too. Like a lot of them are kind of like generic, like get up or just like little yeah. stuff like that. But he has a good <laughs> one, like in the heart of a Jedi lies her strength or something. Yes. And it's like a, a good, like solid line. And he's a very distinctive voice too. I'm like, I placed that immediately or I didn't okay. like place all the, the other prequel Jedi that were mixed in there. Like Ayla Sakura. I don't think I would have placed her <laughs> voice. But... Oh, that reminds me. Speaking of voices, Kit Fitzo is in these 
yes. water roll. And his, I forgot how deep his voice was. I was like, oh. Oh, man. And his like, voice. I think, oh. I, isn't, oh, and then, and talking, I think, did you just mention Ayla Secure? Like, weren't they together in the comments? Uh, I think so. I, I started, I was going to do an episode on Quinlan Boss because like they mentioned him in Kenobi. So I'm like, oh, I better like start reading some comics. And I, and I started reading them and they like had, they were master in Padawan or something. And I had, I didn't get to it, but I think later in that comic series, you get like, like, yeah, the the relationship between Kit Fisto and, and Ayla Sakura. So I didn't get to that, but was looking forward to it. Yeah, well, when I, well, for some reason, I think somebody made fan art of them. So it's always stuck in my mind that them two <laughs> have a romantic relationship. And so I, when I was watching Kit Fitzo, I'm like, oh, this is why Ayla Secura likes. <laughs> I, could, I could see that being very good fan art. <laughs> Say that much. <laughs> you should look it up. I, I know you don't, I feel like you're not on Instagram that much. But <laughs> no, I tried. I've made an account. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was really excited when you made an account I was like oh yeah he's like on this side and I can <sighs> chat with him there because I'm, I'm mainly on Instagram compared to Twitter but all right I'll, I'll try hard <clears throat> that's besides the point no you, you have a good following on Twitter so I get it um but yeah I was like oh I forgot he was in these episodes and he was just doing his thing it was, it was very appropriate for him to be there yeah it's it's fun to see him in his, in his element I think like the original Clone Wars like the like the 2D stuff like it was like in between commercials on Cartoon Network or whatever, but I think there was one where he was swimming around there too. So it was fun to see that come back. And then of course he, he like blows up a big jellyfish and then he cracks a smile. Like the Kit Fisto <laughs> smile is just iconic. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and of course he's got the, like the, the dreadlock tendrils just flowing in the water as he's swimming. He's like swimming as fast as the shark man. And yeah. Like, we never got to see like shark man versus Kit Fisto. That would have been, that would have been, been quite a great the showdown. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> um, you brought up Quinlan Boss. Um, have you read yeah. uh, Dark Disciple? I have. That speaking of major, <laughs> uh, uh, impactful moments with yeah. Clone Wars characters. Spoilers for Dark Disciple, but yeah, that is, that is some tough stuff. That was that that I uh, have not reread re that, but that was one of the first books, Star Wars books I read, and yeah, that's probably why I kept reading Star Wars books because it was very good. It, it was great to, it would have been awesome to see those as episodes but I'm glad we got this book because because yeah. ugh, I can't think of the author at the moment oh it's not it's, it's not, not oh no it's a uh, oh not Kirsten uh, White is it no uh, what is it I don't have the book near me either uh uh Christine Christine Golden, Golden. yes yeah, she she did an amazing job. Oh my gosh, oh, it's a really good story. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a like a romance. Like that was that was an interesting side, and I, it, I mean, it's YA, right? Like, yeah, I wasn't expecting to enjoy that as much as I did, and like you got a lot of good stuff of just like the Jedi Council too. Like even outside of that, like the Jedi Council, are, they're like open to assassinating Dooku and it's like uh wow these are these are supposed to be the good guys and they're talking about assassinating and like there's a lot that, of good stuff in there that I'm yeah I'm, I'm also glad it's not the Clone Wars episode because you wouldn't have been able to get it get that much detail on that story I mean I, I would have been happy to see it to be honest like if, if they if they were to do it like I think it would have been cool but I, I do believe the book is I'm glad they did it in a book form because I think she was able to perfectly describe everything like I imagined it mm -hmm. all in my head perfectly um 
but like you said like it really shows how messed up the the jedi council is like i feel like they had reached a point where they had no boundaries they had like like the rules were only set for certain people and it just comes to show that they were going to fall all on their own regardless of the sith coming back and and yeah. i almost said plagueis but uh palpatine uh doing what he does best mm-hmm. um I also remember there was a like a, a human-sized bee that had a stinger that only had one shot. Was that that book? <laughs> I feel like oh, there was like a, a giant bee that could only sting once and he stung somebody and then died. <laughs> Wait, this was in Dark Disciple? I think so, unless I'm spoiling a completely different book. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't remember that, but... It was a very minor part of it, but that's, like, the thing I remember when I think about that book. It's, like, them hanging out on Dathomir or whatever. I remember yeah. that. And then I, I remember, remember the snake, him killing the snake. Was that, with his, was that on with... Dathomir? Yeah. That, I'm yeah. pretty sure. There was, like, some really, like, like cool, forcey stuff on Dathomir. There was, like like, a big creature that they had to, like... Maybe that was the snake. Like there was like a snake or some creature in like a pool that they had to like dive into, and yeah, that was. I gotta reread that. I might. <laughs> I feel like I marked that book up. Like right when I first started reading, like I was like writing notes and like I had multiple colored pens. I cannot <laughs> give that book to anyone because it's just a complete mess. But that's cool. You should take a picture and put it on your Instagram. People would appreciate that. <laughs> of just a marked up book. Yeah, because a lot of people, they, they do that. They, mm-hmm. like, put different, like, uh, those, like, sticky mark things. Not, like, like the skinny, sticky post. I started doing that recently. That's that's a lot nicer than having to have, <laughs> have 10 pens in your hand. Because I'm like, and you can, like, see where things are. Because then I have to flip through it. Why, why did I? Oh, my God. This was one of my, one of my great ideas for, not a podcast. I think this was going to be, like fan fiction or something it was it was going to be this is going to be the most boring fan fiction you've ever heard by the way it's going to be called <laughs> the the jedi council meeting minutes <laughs> it's just like a recording of the the like the conversations in in like the jedi jedi council like in these events like in books like dark disciple there's a lot of meetings of the jedi council like in all the prequel movies and it was going to like uh, expand on those a little bit and the idea was from Revenge of the Sith when Obi-Wan talks to Anakin, like, outside of the chamber to, like, go spy on Palpatine. And he's like, oh, this this conversation can't be on record. So that, that drilled in my head. There's a record. There are Jedi Council meeting minutes. And I'm going to be the one to write them. Uh, but thankfully, I, I didn't go down that rabbit hole. Really? I think you should. <laughs> I think you should. I fully support this. And I think you should also put a funny twist to it. Because it, it, oh, I'm, sure. I'm sure there's times where, like, Yoda and Mace are like, let's just have a quick meeting just to hang out because <laughs> you know they're always together <laughs> nobody else think writes the, the meeting minutes am i just like a self-insert character that's like sitting in the corner taking notes or is like yeah one like of that, the people on the council writing them you're like a type like the typewriter person in a courtroom yes <laughs> <laughs> typing away furiously and i can also there could be like illustrations too like i could also be like the courtroom sketch artist too and just have i'm not a good drawer but like could could hire somebody to do that yeah <laughs> they would give you an honorary jedi robe to be that person mm-hmm. well yeah I, <laughs> I i have like these weekly meetings at my day job where i where i have to like type up the the, the 
the notes for a meeting and I'm like yeah I'd be really good at that I could like say like oh Mr. This said that Miss This said that like it would be, <laughs> be hilarious I, I'd make I'd make it fun but then I thought like I'd, I'd, I'd I have too addictive of a personality to do that because I feel like then I would dive through like every Legends book and obviously I could um, do that like over time but like I'd want to like do it perfectly and like it would take a lot of planning but that that was uh, one of my pre-podcast ideas. I really like that. Yeah. I think you should do something with that. <laughs> and if anybody makes it after this podcast is published or this episode is published, they stole your idea. <laughs> yeah. I've been just giving away ideas too. Just uh, I made a new Twitter account that's just Star Wars podcast name ideas. And I'm just oh, really? like, I don't, I'm just throwing ideas out there. It's it's fun. I hope I hope nobody's upset with that. Like I say they're free to use, but like, I guess maybe people would see it and be like, oh, it's taken now. Like, I can't use it. But I don't know. I didn't have a very interesting name. I just Star Wars skinny. It took me forever to come up with something. Because I wanted it to be tied to, like, working out or something beforehand. Yeah. So that was another goal of the podcast was just, like, oh, if I'm going to talk about Star Wars, that's, like, the reward. I got to, like, do something to better myself to to do it. Or it's going to be, like, Wookiee workout. (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I couldn't I couldn't think of anything that works so I just ask ah, skinny then I, then give you the skinny and I have something fun to say like that so yeah I'm, I'm happy not, with it but I've got I'm lots of other ideas. Oh, um are you still doing the thing with the VR the beat saber yes that's okay. that's really fun yeah that sounds interesting every time you talked about it in your early or the episodes I first started listening to I'm like oh I wonder what that's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah it, it's really fun i have i have a oculus headset and like oh, all yeah. it, it's just like notes come at you and you like dance to the, the music or whatever and you're like, cutting you got like a saber in each hand so like the blue notes are one hand the red notes are the other one you should find a video online it's 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 fun and it's like an easy easy workout usually i'll end up sweating after it so then i can feel like i i did something when really i'm just playing a video game trying to get high score but no it's better than sitting in a chair yeah for sure yeah. All right. I feel like I feel like we're winding down a little bit. I didn't even get to talk about the Resistance Era comics, and it's probably for the best. <laughs> you totally um, can. <laughs> uh, Charlie's not in those. The, oh. the ghost of Charlie does not appear. <laughs> the only character, I guess, it's it's Leia going back to the Mon Cal and saying it's after the Last Jedi, and she's like, "Ah, oh, we need more ships," and that's how Admiral Akbar's son gets in the picture because he's in the Rise of Skywalker. Mm. Um, yeah, but the the only character from that that is from the other Moncala stories is the Quarren guy, the, the head Quarren that like oh. knew Charlie's father. He's got like cuts all over his face. Yes. He's still kind of a little stinky, but he, he ends up <laughs> like sacrificing himself for the resistance at the end or whatever. So it was an okay story, but yeah, no, I, I, I liked that it exists because there's not a lot of sequel era content out there. So it's, mm-hmm. it's cool that they made a little comic book to like bridge the gap a little bit. But yeah not a ton of that are you planning on reading uh the one of the newer books that is closer to the sequels um why can't i think of the name it's like the really thick one. Oh, there's the shadow of the sith I've yes read that one. you read it that already? one i have that that one did a lot for me like i like the sequels i think last jedi might be one of my favorite movies but i, okay. I feel like the Rise of Skywalker is, is one that I, I struggle with. And after reading that book, I feel like I appreciate it a little bit more. I, I think there's still things that bug me about the movie, but like mm-hmm. you, you get a lot of 
like characters that appear in the rise of skywalker you get understanding for why they're there you get you get the story of ray's parents and you like really it, it, i feel like ray's barely in it because she's like a child the whole time but you really mm -hmm. get a sense of like how who, why she is who she is like how her parents were and um yeah i don't know i'd, I'd recommend reading it it is a thick one but it, i have it on my bookshelf i haven't read it yet though because i'm just, i'm just still working my way uh, are you are you going in in order? You're doing like the, the canon challenge or whatever, right? Yes. What is yeah. that? Um. So, in 2019, this one creator, um, I think his name is Joshua Space on Instagram, but I think his real name is like Josh Gonzalez, and he created this canon challenge, and he he made a Discord, and he basically like created all these like a timeline for all canon books or at least most of them and all most comics and he like like way to like go through from prequels well now the high republic since that came out he added that to you know the end of the sequels um so i'm still like going off his first draft of that okay and kind of just trying to knock out all the more important books I kind of stopped reading the comics I'm only reading comics if they really seem interesting but I'm just trying to work on the book so currently I am working on Rebel Rising which is about uh, uh Jin yeah. early on like when once Saul gets her after uh the beginning of Rogue One you know mm -hmm. um, that'll be a good one lead up to Andor here yeah that's my goal uh to read that and then I have the novelization of rogue one that i also want to read before and or so i'm hoping i can do that within the next few weeks Ooh, who did i hear from that that's a good one i haven't read all i think i've only read like the sequel trilogy novelizations just because i was looking for little nuggets on those but mm -hmm. i think i've heard good things about revenge of the sith rogue one yeah solo from some people like i guess the anthology ones but yeah look forward to that you, yes. you, you should look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I know you already are. You're already saying it's your next up, but I'm saying yeah, that good job with that. <laughs> it's working out perfectly with Andor coming. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fast reader. I'm, I, I take my time. I also have a full-time job. So I kind of, and I like to do other things as well. So like, I'm really taking my time with this chat. So quote unquote, canon challenge, yeah. but yeah. Um, but it has opened up so many things for me, like the podcast and, um, you know, getting into Rebels. We already were watching Clone Wars when I, when we started that challenge. And, and just the Star Wars community, I feel like we got really lucky because there is a good side of the Star Wars fans. You just need to seek them out. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's tough to find if you just like, I feel like right when I... I guess, yeah, I, I, I was a Star Wars fan growing up as, as, as a kid, but, like, I probably didn't get back into it until, like, sequels came out. But, mm -hmm. yeah, it's it's tough if you're just like, yeah, I'm going to go on YouTube and find a, a Star Wars video. And, like, you can end up in some bad places if you do that. Yeah. Or, like, go to, to TikTok or something. So, you know, maybe, maybe part of what, what we do, we have these podcasts, and I, I you know, I, I share the podcasts that are, are good podcasts and not ripping everything to shreds all the time like yeah try to you know foster a community that um you know enjoys enjoys star wars and you can uh, discuss within that yep for sure but all right well cool this was this was fun um mm -hmm. more fun than than the episodes themselves i think i'll say 
Um, <laughs> Agreed. They, they they are fun episodes, but it was great great talking talk, talking with you about them. Um, yeah, definitely. Should, should do it again sometime. Okay. Yeah. Just let me know. All right. Well, I I I think I plugged your podcast at the top. Said that you had a podcast. Would you like to tell tell the people <laughs> <laughs> what what could be coming up on your podcast or anything else you want to promote? Um. So there's a good possibility that me and my husband will be doing uh, a recap of Andor as it comes out. Um, And we were also, uh, before I got sick, we were doing a recap of all the movies. And I think we left off at The Last Jedi, The Last Jedi. So um, that could potentially be coming up. Um, But I'm more active right now on my uh, bookstagram, my Instagram, which is commonly caffeinated. (laughs) Yeah, my my bookstagram, commonly caffeinated, where... Uh, especially since I haven't been able to talk very well lately, I've been reading a lot. I also post uh, anything I'm playing currently, which at the moment I'm playing Breath of the Wild, which is my first Zelda game ever, and it's been really fun. <laughs> um, but anywho, yep, that's where you can find me, comically caffeinated at Instagram. Great. That's, that's, uh, I, I enjoy listening to your episodes. I, I don't listen to all of them. It sounds like you don't listen to all of mine. But, you know, when, when mm-hmm. one comes across the feed and it looks interesting, I... Right. Chime in and then in, you can get a, a skinny star of the day. Have I given you one yet? I should have checked before to, to, <laughs> to make sure maybe, this isn't a, a bad question. <laughs> I, I hope I have. If not, you're, you'll be receiving one soon because I feel bad. Uh, no, but, no, no. Don't worry about it. Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love just hearing like, I guess I know my podcast is just usually just me. But, you know, I just love hearing, hearing two people talk about something they love. So it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's fun. On the, to listen in sometimes. <laughs> Agreed. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Well. Thanks so much. We'll. we'll uh, next. Next time I'm. <laughs> next time I'm thinking of uh, the 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 Moncal, uh, Admiral Akbar, any of those people, I'll, I'll think of this conversation. So this this, right. this is great. Cool. <laughs> if you want to have a discussion about uh, the Gungeons, I'm there for oh, it too. <laughs> well, you'll come back, right? Yeah. We'll, we'll make it work. We'll make it work. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks so Thank much. Thank you. All right.